Hello and welcome to Hey, this movie looked really scary as a kid and I really don't want to watch it. I'm Dan. I'm Michael. I'm Helena. I'm Poppy. And for this episode, we're watching Jack Frost, 1997. He's chilling and he's killing. Yes, chilling. In that order. So, Poppy, what's your story with this movie? Well, I kind of bended the rules a bit when you asked me to come up with a story that I was scared to watch as a child because I was a sort of a weird kid and I wanted to watch all of these movies. So the story behind this one was when I was about five or six, there was a, an independent VHS rental store down the road from me because I'm old and it had Halloween posters in the window and this was one of them. And I begged my mum to see it and uh, she wouldn't let me. And to be honest, now all I've got to say is thanks, mum. You're right. (laughs) (laughs) It it probably wasn't the best idea. (laughs) Not because it's too scary. I just want to stress that the movie had been out probably five years by the time I saw this poster. So it wasn't even a current release. Yeah. He just uh, thought it it looked like a punchy poster. He's the scariest looking in the poster, though. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. a completely different snowman in the poster. Yeah. No, he never looks like that in the film. <laughs> no. Bring him back. I was yeah, waiting for the scene where he got teeth. Yeah, he's I know, right? He gets teeth it. near the end. But... Let's be yeah, honest. but he never looks like he does on the cover. No, never. He's barely in the film. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't look like what he's in on the poster. He's the, the snowman's barely in the film. <laughs> uh, so can we talk about the weird opening narration? It went on for three minutes. It was so long. (laughs) It was. Yeah, fuck you, Uncle Henry. The weirdest. Uncle Henry is like he's like a less responsible Uncle Buck. He's a dickhead. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Why is he trying to freak out this poor little kid? Well, he did say. What were the two options? He said, "Do you want a scary or a exciting story?" What were the two options that he said? I'm gonna be honest. I like. That's too long ago. Seventy percent. I repressed the opening narration immediately. Forget all about all that. I had kind of forgotten it until you mentioned it. He gave the kid two options, and the kid said both, and you could hear him go, like, and you felt him go, "You little shit." Yeah, and by kid, you mean obviously an adult doing doing the worst fake child voice. Oh, it sounded like the doll in Resident Evil (laughs) Eight. He was talking to himself. That's the thing. Yeah, he's fucking mental. Yeah, it was weird baby talk. Yeah. Almost like, almost kind of fetish level baby talk. Yeah. And the little screeches and shudders, it was not pleasant. Yeah. I'm just relieved that they <laughs> they used it as the credits and you didn't have to see either of them. Yeah. Oh, I know, right? I did kind of like how they did the credits of it being like on like Christmas ornaments and stuff. I would have preferred that, but with no narration. Yes, the narration did not add. Yeah anything do you reckon that's because they they didn't have the budget to do it in like visual effects absolutely they couldn't hire anyone (laughs) crazy enough to be uncle henry they spent all that money on a bespoke snowman suit that's true you say suit it was a statue that they pushed about (laughs) oh it was and then some oven mitts the first scene where they're driving jack frost to his execution Yes. And it immediately establishes itself as having some awful dialogue because there's this scene where one of the drivers says, oh, well, he's pretty lucky he doesn't have to drive in this snow. And the other one's like, he's being executed. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and, and then he's yeah. like well yeah we have to drive there and back also did anyone notice that all of the vehicles in this were oddly yeah. lit vehicles all the vehicles are really strangely lit they all have extremely big light up dashboards because yeah. no one in this film had, knew how to make a film I'm convinced no one knew so when they said light the car they just went alright and just <laughs> threw light at the car yeah it was not well made the guy who played Jack Frost however he was the only. He wants actor. to be Gary Busey so bad. He he was yeah. giving me the vibes of Max Dad from Always Sunny. <laughs> it was kind of like, hey, you're only going to be human in this movie for about ten minutes, so we really want you to ham it up. <laughs> uh, it's that bit where the uh, the police officer blows the smoke into his face, and he goes, filtered. Yeah. It's a weird line. It's so. It's so. Is it like, like judgmental that this guy's smoking a filtered cigarette? Or he's such a bad guy that he can smell what kind of smoke, what cigarette you're smoking. <laughs> he's just that kind of bad guy. He's a bad boy. Is kind of the vibe I got. It's something a high school girl would write. Yeah. He, he comes across as like a Scooby Doo Batman villain. It's the story is essentially the same as Chucky, but with a snowman. So he's. Chucky before he's Chucky. Like, the story is exactly pretty much the same. So they're hit by an oncoming truck that's carrying this weird chemical, um, and the crash is very bad. Oh, yeah, it's, it's just very spinning the camera. <laughs> <laughs> Literally just spinning the camera in circles. Yeah. I mean, before yeah. the crash, he does kill the guard on the inside with yeah. his feet. So you know he's a bad dude. You know he's still yeah. killing. He's not got any remorse. Which is stupid in the way that he drives into this truck full of chemicals and Turns out the chemicals are a nuke or a weapon that uh, yeah. transform your biology into whatever is around you. Apparently, an acid that can make you become a. Yeah, it was like to move your soul or your consciousness into Which something is... else, but unfortunately, it mixes with the snow. Yeah. Also, chemically, that's not how you define an acid. Like that's. <laughs> That's not what an that's just a liquid. That's not what an acid does. It does kind of melt him though, and I'd imagine it had to be pretty acidic to do that. But is that the like? Do you define it as an acid? Is your defining feature of a chemical that makes? I mean, they make the solid decision to not go too like far into no, how this yeah. actually works. But actually, it just bothered me that they kept calling it acid because it's not. I mean, it can be acidic. You just don't want it to be defined by its pH. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's not the defining. Don't call it that. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to fully admit, past this point, and I missed the middle of this film pretty much because I just, like, it's so hard to pay attention to this film. <laughs> oh, man, I totally disagree. I, I was hooked. I thought this film was so bad, but it was, like, comforting and, yeah. like, oh. predictable. And you, you mean you didn't enjoy this kid making the worst baking I have ever seen ever? With his... Oh, I didn't like that bit actually. His Ryan making his mush. chocolate lumps. Yeah, but we do find on out. And I won't spoil it just yet, but we do find out why it looks so. Yeah, weird. we'll come back to that. <laughs> yeah, th at this point, the POV has shifted to like a small Midwest town, nice family, and everything. But you know that Jack Frost is the coming sheriff, for him. Who, the sheriff who managed to basically accidentally catch Jack Frost. Also, not not a large nitpick or anything, but there's a bit where the mum says to Ryan. Hey, why don't you go and finish this snowman that's apparated in our in our backyard? <laughs> and she hands him three carrots. Yeah, yeah. In like, what world? 
one for e- one for the nose, one for each nipple. <laughs> no, she's it giving... is cold outside. She's, she's, cold. she's giving him a massive carrot dick. This whole plotline is going on concurrently with a a town fair where there's a snowman building contest, and I have a lot to say about it because. First of all, they say, oh, yeah, we're building these snowmen. I finished this one. And then they say, yeah, but we're judging them on Friday. Who builds a snowman and then judges it on a different day? (laughs) Also, the snow is only it's entirely in this one area where the snowmen are being built mm-hmm. and, and you like can see it nowhere on else on the set they like bring them across in wheel, um, wheelbarrows but it's yeah. it's also not great fake snow that they're clearly not filming somewhere cold no exactly and then there's the weird guy in the background that's just made some like snow titties and he's groping them when you know for gratuitous tits that's pretty good you need to remember this film is also a comedy yeah it tries to and i'm, I'm gonna be real bad about this film so you know jack um... frost is back um the sheriff walks back into his office and he looks at his assistant, and there's this scene where he says, well, why do you look like that? Did someone die? And she holds up this card that says, someone died? <laughs> <laughs> One of my first notes was, boy, there are sure a lot of hairdryer scenes in this film. Well, yeah, they've got a, a four they build up to that. That actually, that actually does, that comes back. That's how they, they sort of melt yeah. them a bit later. Yeah, there, exactly. are, there is an attempt at foreshadowing in this film. <laughs> uh, no, I will say the foreshadowing is probably the only thing it does right. Um, oh, one thing we haven't talked about just before we move back to, well, move on, is the animation of Jack Frost's blood cells getting frosty. Oh, oh dear, yeah. yeah. Oh, I think you've probably all forgotten about that willingly. Mm-hmm my favorite scene from spider-man from any of the first <laughs> basically Spider-Man it crash movie. zooms into this puddle of snow mixed with jack mixed with genetic material chemical acid. um acid it's a- and, oh. it, and it zooms in and you just see it's like it zooms into what looks like his red blood cells and then they just sort of ice over killing him instantly because the, the acid that melted him. his face didn't kill him no he became a snowman a yeah. snowboy a big evil snowboy it's so bad it's so cheap like i get he it's looks too film. nice yeah. yeah he looks too they what they did is they bought they went to the, a shop and said we, we need a snowman suit and they bought a snowman suit and they did nothing to it except yeah, maybe in one scene they make it creepy make it scary draw eyebrows on it i think yeah uh, yeah it's in, the he has twigs for eyebrows angry eyebrows yeah that was all, that was all they did in, to it have them in, in every scene though i swear those were like not all i don't there. think they're in, in every scene i think it's just when he's really angry he's emoting <laughs> he, he grows twigs i mean they they do take a oh he's just really not in it and not in that he's not <laughs> central to the plot but they just don't have any shots of him in because they don't want to animate him moving the, the first time i think we see him in action is when there's um a very poorly acted bully child who goes over to ride and he's like we want to sled through your yard and the snowman somehow decapitates him with his own sled doesn't that the bully kid what does the bully kid say because i remember it being really jarring it was like he's like oh there's black ice why have you built a snowman there's black ice we want to sled down it (laughs) yeah like you're on a black ice zone zone, buddy and ryan's like this is my dad's front yard (laughs) i don't care oh sorry sorry to jump back again just a just a nanosecond i'm not sure if you guys picked up on this but i'm not sure how you couldn't because the scene was so long but when he's actually adding the eyes and nose and um sort of mouth bit of jack frost yeah he's using like a snowman glove as a reference 
As we've seen, the snow in this town is strange and unusual in how it falls. So there's only like two streets in the entire town that has snow, and one of it is near the where they do this snowboard, the snowman building competition. Yeah, Every considering it's supposed to be right. so so snowy that they can't get the FBI in, who obviously the FBI try and get involved to like clean up their mess essentially, yeah, but also observe to deal with the acid problem. That yeah, <laughs> but yeah, the snow is ninety nine percent beanbag beans and glue. I just want to put forward that this town has a very corrupt police force. Because this sheriff, this child is decapitated on his property. His child is one of the only witnesses. And he he just goes, my kid said a snowman did it. So nothing that can be done. (laughs) Yeah, you never hear about that parent's mother or dad. You just get murdered later. Yeah, I was going to say, we actually do. And their reaction is pretty horrible because like the, the, the husband can't deal with it. And it just gets really angry. Which I think makes sense because the wife's like, "Shall we light the tree?" And he's like, "Our son's not been dead for five hours yet. Can you like, yeah, yeah. you want to you want to start oh, celebrating yeah. Christmas?" And like, <laughs> and the daughter's like, "I'm not going to sit around and be miserable. I'm going to go and fuck someone." Essentially, which I don't want to, you know, shame anyone for how they choose to deal with their grief. But she chooses to sneak into the sheriff's house for some reason. <laughs> Yeah, which is what, 10 yards away from where her brother just got decapitated. Oh, I think the reason is because they had three sets. Well, they probably wanted you to think it was a different house and then realised they couldn't. No. <laughs> it's a very weird <laughs> house. The same house. I think the in-movie in reason was, I'll, I'll do it for revenge because um, his son killed my brother or something. And it's like, that's a weird reason, reason to want to bang someone there. Yeah, I will say, that scene, the undressing scene, yeah, was funny. Is the that that was oh, they've only... just got so many layers to get through. The only that that is my my one thing I took away from this film is that was the only joke. That was a, <laughs> that was a good joke. Like that was the only. Oh no, no you're joke. missing a really good one actually. Because <laughs> you might have tuned this out, Mikey. <laughs> it was after the kid had been decapitated and they're discussing it, and he's like saying, "My, your, your." He was saying, "Oh, your, how could my son have?" like killed your son he's got two foot on him and then the uh, secretary yells out in the background not anymore (laughs) (laughs) there's that one excellent scene that genuinely made me laugh where they come across the first dead body and he's all frozen yeah and he's ominously rocking in a chair and then about a minute into the conversation they go get your foot off of there (laughs) he stops rocking Yeah, oh, no, my, well, I think other jokes that Mikey might have also missed as well, because it's becoming apparent you did not pay attention to this masterpiece. Yeah. No, you know, the, the mum gets, she gets what basically wrapped around in um, Christmas lights. They carry the body bag off in the background and it's tree shaped. Oh, right. I must yeah. have missed that. But when, when she dies, like the bit where he's like just shoving an obvious doll's face into a box of Christmas ornaments. <laughs> <laughs> it was ridiculous. Like... Yeah, a little while later, when they're out, I think it's when they're out having a, a cigarette and discussing the fact that they, they know it's like obviously sort of a supernatural thing, but they yeah. haven't quite worked out how they're going to deal with it. Or they know it. They know it's Jack Frost, but they don't know the FBI, if the FBI know it's Jack Frost or whatever. Yeah. And you just see them moving the body, and yeah, they've got it to know it's a Christmas tree-shaped body bag. <laughs> okay, that's pretty funny. I mean, maybe I missed it because I watched this on YouTube and it was just poor quality. 
I watched it on YouTube too, but no, I, I, I did have it on my lap and I was like really close to the screen. Yeah. So I feel like I actually got a lot of the, the detail. But the, yeah, it was one of those things like the, some of the background stuff and the throwaway lines were brilliant in this film. I just want to mention the fact that Jill's boyfriend puts ice in wine. Yeah, yeah. the wine. Also, it's gross chipped off freezer ice. It's yeah. not yeah, even no, ice that's cubes. Not, that's not good ice. That's like salmonella chicken ice. <laughs> <laughs> and also, he doesn't yeah. question the fact that their freezer is totally yeah. fucked. And like, when, during that scene, that's when, so she goes upstairs to use the hairdryer for one of the many hairdryer scenes. But yeah. she puts the radio on first and then uses the hairdryer. And I'm like, you're not going to hear the radio. And then when she finishes drying her hair she turns the radio off yeah and i'm like why well she doesn't want to ruin the mystery and let the boy know that she's just dried her hair yeah so no, um, the mystery the... is why is she drying her already dried hair but yeah. no she built up a sweat taking off 30 layers i actually have an enlightening but awful story about um jill's fate in the movie because in the version that we watched they actually cut out her her death scene which was probably for the best because um, in the original version of the movie, she gets into the bathtub full of water and then Jack Frost becomes the water and sexually assaults her with his carrot he to the point out. that she dies. Yeah, that's pretty fucked. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, I've got to tell you, the the scene is still out there and I don't recommend that, that anyone watch the version with it in because it's not, nice. not good. I have another dark piece of trivia. I've, I'll, I'll get it out now and then we can go to the, the light stuff. The guy who played the sheriff died in an avalanche. Oh, Make God. of that what you will. <laughs> Spooky. Yeah. Well, before, before they filmed the film? <laughs> no, like, in, in like 2008. It was way later. Oh, okay, cool. It wasn't like the year before, and then they just had his corpse wandering around on set. <laughs> That's where they got the idea for the film from. Well, it would have been much better if there was an avalanche at the start, but like... The um oh the the next bit that did make me giggle is when he the the obviously Jack Frost gets in before the kids manage to bang and he's trying to reach into the drawer to get out a big cut a big knife to defend himself with and he gets out first a cake slice then a whisk and then a skewer and then he's like <laughs> oh, fuck it I guess I've got a skewer and like Thanks. everyone in this movie seemed to be incapable of opening cupboards unless they did it incredibly slowly. <laughs> Like, it, as if it was trying to build tension, or be a joke about trying to build tension, but just being shit, I guess. Yeah, no, it's very hard to tell. In this film, it's very hard to tell what was, is and isn't, like, satire. Yeah. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, is it deliberately bad, or is it just bad? I don't remember who he's killing at the time, but there's a bit where Jack Frost refers to himself as the world's most pissed-off snow cone. He fires an icicle. Yeah, yeah no, that's, that's a weird uh, power that he gets for no reason. That's the dad. No, <laughs> that's that's Jared? the that's the kid before no. he before he gets to fuck. Because I remember because in that scene there's a bit where he's like up against the wall, uh, and then there's a jump cut, but the shot doesn't change. Yeah. Just he changes position, and that happens a couple of times in the film. There's just clearly bits missing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, they didn't have enough money for a director. You think they had enough money for an editor? Wait, they didn't have enough money for a director? No, they didn't have enough money. So the writer had to be the director because they couldn't afford a director. Oh, no. <laughs> that, that checks out to be there. Yeah. How long does it take the the sheriff and the FBI guy to decide where to put up roadblocks? 
It's a tiny town. Surely there's <laughs> only so many roads. There's like three separate well, scenes where they're going. One, maybe there. Well, it's a tiny town. There's three houses. There's like oh, the the fence from the in the graveyard got knocked down. Yeah. Why do they, yeah. <laughs> Why do they need to put up roadblocks? Because like, roadblocks I thought the point was clearly... no one could go yeah. anywhere because of the snow. Because like Cause there's, it's... there's there's oh, bits yeah. of it where it's like you can tell it's trying to take the piss out of things. Like when uh, he's like ah. Oh, you can only kill him in his solid form and he's like no i think i can kill him now and he shoots up the fbi guy like shoots the puddle and it's like cool that might have been funny but uh (laughs) and then they get all the fucking hair dryers the first solid attempt they make at destroying jack frost they have the the assistant that the sheriff works with has enough hairspray to nuke a building Yep. Was it hairspray? Uh, I thought it was bug spray. It was everything. It was every spray that they happened to find in the cupboards of the people. It was a lot of hairspray as well, though. That that bit where they're like, so they they run up to the window and they're going to try and escape while they're filling the room with the like the spray so they can blow it up. And they're like, oh no, the window's locked. How will we ever get out? And I'm like, you've got a gun. Fucking smash smash it with the butt of the gun and get the fuck out of there. There's yeah, that like, full scene like... where he's, he's going back for the keys and he's just oh, God, really slowly so reaching long. towards them. And then it turns out there's a guy in the prison cell that they forgot about. <laughs> I guess Which, he... to be fair, they did show we, they did show us like putting because that's the guy that like obviously sees Jack Frost and freaks the fuck out. Yeah. So they put him in prison because oh yeah because it. he tries to start destroying the snowmen that yeah. are being judged for the competition. Which they... to be fair, that's what I'd do if I saw a snowman and then I went in and there was like snowmen all over the, yeah. the town. That town, small town, takes the snowman building competition very seriously. It's the only thing they've small got on. Town. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. It's a small town. It snows what once a year. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's, that's their one thing. Like, <laughs> yeah, they can only build a snowman. And if God, if you try to destroy it, prison is where you no trial, no nothing. Prison. Luckily, you might escape before they shoot a window, which makes the building explode. Because that's how bullets work. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. And then work. the weird scene where um where Jack Frost has come out and he's like all made wrong and he's half melted and he's like all bits are on differently and he's just like i'm a yeah, picasso <laughs> I'm like, but like yeah. human uh, flesh inside of him yeah yeah that yeah. bit that's where the that's where i sort of i i, I mean <laughs> you know i was withholding belief disbelief yeah um, oh yeah suspension of disbelief yes yeah, so i was yeah I was, just, I was suspending hard for this film but that did sort of irk me where it's like oh yeah. he's turned into water and then they're like but it's fleshy water on the inside i'm like that makes no fucking sense now like you broke you made some very clear rules and i was fine with that and now you've broken them and i don't really understand why because it doesn't add anything i think at this point in the movie they just completely changed what they were doing because from this point they start actually making puns all the time because there wasn't apart from him saying about being a snow cone there weren't really that many like one-liners until the last, say, half an hour when oh, yeah, there's then they got so many. There's just I so think many. They, were add, they, they felt like because the horror, in inverted commas, aspect <laughs> of it was amping up, they had to amp up the comedy as well, and that was the only way they knew how. <laughs> yeah. The only comedy. I, no, I mean, at that point, the like tension that they were trying to build didn't exist anymore. Like That was it. They were done with the tension, and now it was just like scary slasher movie. Yeah. So I guess they were like, we have to fill, yeah, the rest of this space has to be. <laughs> it has to be something. Also, to... did you guys pick up on, and this happens, I think, towards the end, where they, obviously they, they've got everyone in the community center and the curfew 
other. And they're about to go out and trap Jack Frost or lure him away or whatever. They just said the line, I think it was your place or mine. They're standing outside the community centre and this bloke just walks out and past them in the background and they do not acknowledge him. He doesn't say anything. It desperately looks like someone who just decided they needed to go to the loo or something. Like that. <laughs> I rewatched it a few times because I was like, what? Like, because the whole point was like, obviously, people aren't supposed to leave that building. It's goofy. Yeah. But this guy just, like, walks off and it's... It just it's doesn't... Sur- it's almost like this film wasn't well planned or anything. Like, do they really not think they should retake that cut? Or did they there was another it? scene similar to that when um, when the sheriff first walks into the, the sheriff's office to talk with his assistant after the first murder has taken place. There's a shot where he's walking in the door and someone ominously walks in the foreground. And I was like, who's the significance of this person? They never come up again. It's just a poorly done shot. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like there's a high chance they just didn't notice. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't might not notice or make it. Or maybe they girl. did two cut they did two shots and that was the better one. Yeah. <laughs> and speaking of things that are poorly done, we'll 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 get towards the end of this movie. Of this kid making his fucking chocolate lumps by putting antifreeze in it. Yeah, they need to have <laughs> like, a serious conversation. Ryan put antifreeze in the oatmeal. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. and I, I'm, I'm not surprised that the sheriff dad like just kept it in his car and didn't bother eating it. But it was lucky he, he did; otherwise, he wouldn't have found the snowman's one weakness, which was fucking antifreeze. Which, <laughs> because <laughs> duh. If, yeah, how did no one be like? Maybe, maybe we try try the antifreeze. Yeah. Well, because they were just trying to explode him instead, weren't they? Because they thought yeah, that worked. True, exactly. Defiled, and it of, did kind of look like it was working. Instead of filling a truck with antifreeze and jumping yeah. in it. And then being like, oh no, his hand f- forgot. Yeah, um, why did his hand fall off? And then they yeah, like they snow. baptize the kid in antifreeze while he's holding the snow hand. Well, <laughs> like, you know that he's not going to put antifreeze in porridge again. Well, you'd hope so. Oh. But this might give him more of an antifreeze addiction. Like, he's just been dunked head first in it. Yeah, I mean, isn't antifreeze, like, quite toxic? Yes, yeah. very incredibly. Like, if if this film didn't happen, if, if Jack Frost... I was going to say, if this film didn't happen, God, I wish I was in that world. Um, <laughs> Jack Frost didn't happen, and he didn't get turned into a snowman, and, like, um, that man would have died. Yeah, he'd have yeah. just well, eaten antifreeze cake. <laughs> I think... I think he may have considered it because there's that scene where he's going to throw it away and then he hears the voice of his son going, I made it special just for you, yeah. Dad. And he takes it out of the bin. Yeah. See, <laughs> if there was antifreeze in that, I want to know what the fuck was in the gingerbread men he made. Yeah, like, bleach. Yeah, that's what he was covering. It wasn't snow, it was asbestos. <laughs> I want stop. you to stay warm. <laughs> Maybe we should stop letting the child just do what you I want. I thought it was going to be like pepper, like he'd put like cayenne pepper or something no, in it, because at least, you know, that's an ingredient. <laughs> no. But this is a child that needs discipline. Yeah. It's a child There's that needs not constant once, but supervision twice. in the kitchen. Like, what was the mum doing? Did she not notice him, like, hefting a bottle of antifreeze yeah. into the... They walk in, he's just making all sorts of concoctions, he's cooking unsupervised, like... Yeah. At least say, like, go to your room or something. I'm not saying, you know, kick his ass or anything, but... Stop making these No, I mean, horrific... you have to have, like, a real a real conversation about not putting antifreeze. It's like the sort of question... As a parent, you never expect to have to tell a child not to do that. <laughs> yeah, like, in, in this specific situation, it did work out, Ryan. However... <laughs> <laughs> I don't think this is going to happen again. So, what... Out of ten, because I feel like everyone knows what I'm gonna say. Oh yeah, no. Out um, of... How many excess carrots would you put in a snowman? Out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> out of ten. Uh, Poppy, your film. You picked it. I 
I'm between a three and a four, honestly. That's low. I was expecting higher. <laughs> oh, wow. I'll give it a I'll give it a four out of ten. Uh, Just because you, you know, I did enjoy it. I did laugh. I'm probably not going to watch it again. It wasn't technically very well made. Um, the acting <laughs> wasn't particularly good. The effects aren't particularly good. Yeah, you know, there there are better Christmas horror films. I think. Oh, by far. Yeah. What I do remember, well, I'm surprised you got it that low because um, I do remember way back, um, like when I first met you, you were talking about this film and how much you wanted to see it. I can't believe that I, I held off watching it until now. It's like I remember it every few years and I go, oh, I should I should really watch that. Yeah, because I remember you watching the trailer for it and I over, like I remember seeing you watching it and be like, huh, that seems like a weird film. And then when you mentioned it again, I was like, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm someone who can appreciate a bad film. But realistically, I know how they should be rated. <laughs> it's nice that you went with realism, though, not personal taste. <laughs> so, Helena, what do you think? Adam? I'm going to give it five Christmas tree body bags out of ten. <laughs> I, it was a pretty, it was pretty crap, but in a really, in a good way. I had a great time. I was expecting it to be a lot creepier based on the, <laughs> the front cover. Um, yeah, very little blood. Very little gore. Yeah, it was it was pretty good. The dialogue was bad. The jokes were, uh, yeah, the jokes were pretty solid though. Some of them, and um, yeah, they landed. I think they they really tickled me. I mean, so that's... yeah, I was expecting a bad time, and instead I got some good jokes and some really really bad acting. So I was pleasantly surprised. <laughs> it was like peak bad jokes and bad acting. <laughs> like at least some bits were funny. I uh, like the that there was sort of like it looked like they were putting in some genuine effort. But with like a budget of approximately five dollars, yeah, <laughs> and like a lot of volunteers, yeah, and it's like you can't ask a volunteer to retake a scene that many times. So. Yeah, Especially, yeah, no. Uh, I feel like I'm gonna have to give my rating before Mikey just goes off on one. Oh, I'm gonna go. <laughs> so this was not a good movie, but it was like there was some dumb fun enjoyment out of it. So I think I'm gonna give this a three what I hope the plotline to Venom Let There Be Carnage is, because it's the, it's, it's the same concept. <laughs> like Three mm -hmm. out of ten. He did become a, a, an ice symbiote, I guess. Exactly. A serial killer <laughs> gets a weird symbiote on it and can morph and murder people. Therefore, yep. it's the same movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we never actually covered the fact that he can get into places because he can willingly turn into either water or ice. Which is, you know, an incredible power. So yeah, they they basically just put a hose against the door whenever they want to be like, oh no, Jack's gonna get oh, in this yeah, room. Oh, they no. ruined the door. Oh no, oh no, we've <laughs> got water damage on the carpet. Oh no. At <laughs> one, one point, they like try and slow him down by shoving bits of kids' artwork from the community yeah. centre <laughs> yeah. into the into the cracks <laughs> of the door. <laughs> it's not good. Oh no, it was not good. So this is gonna sound higher than you'd think. Two and a half. Okay. <laughs> Mainly because, well, I can't give it a one, and I can't give it, because we've watched worst films that I've given one and two. Yeah, we've already wasted our one. Yeah. Well, oh, no, no there'll wasted. be more. It's not wasted. As far as I'm concerned, you get a one for turning on the camera. <laughs> Do you just exactly. keep adding every time you're sort of mildly um, impressed? And the two and a half <laughs> like, ooh, was like, oh, a scene change. That. That's a two. Uh, and the, the extra one and a half, the, like, the two jokes that landed for me. Which is one, the taking off the clothes joke, because that was just brilliant. <laughs> just stand by that joke in any film. Um, I can't remember what the other joke is, so it might just be two. <laughs> <laughs> 
like that's that scene with the undressing. I think it would have been funnier if they didn't speed it up as well. Like, just keep trying to act as if it's like a normal, like you know, yeah. intro to a sex scene of like the sexy undressing, but there just keeps on being more and more layers because they speed it up and play some weird music over it as well. I, <laughs> like, think, what, I think that might have been an editor's choice. Yeah, they probably yeah. ran out of time. Yeah, I I think what made me laugh about it was them like stopping, like they were done undressing and there was still clothes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was that was. I think that's what got me. Yeah, well, I think she's down to her final layer, and then she's like, I need a fire and wine. Uh, and and to go and dry my hair. Cause I... like, yeah, and to go and dry my hair. I am so taking off all those layers. Yeah. <laughs> Which was great, because them being in one layer of clothes never came up. They no. were, like, fine from then on. <laughs> they were never like, we it's almost like it wasn't actually there. cold where they were filming. Yeah. It would have been great if there was another joke of him trying to put all his clothes back on to escape. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, <laughs> oh, that would definitely oh, that improve this movie. That would have been the other half, the other point five that I was going to give. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm down to a two. I'm back down to a two. Yeah, I, I want to personally apologise. So <laughs> yeah. ah, I had a great time. Don't apologise. <laughs> no, apologise. You should. <laughs> yeah. no, no. Yeah. How do you think I, I feel? I've wanted to watch this for years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did. At least yeah. we didn't have to pay for it. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I have been down. I've been Michael. I've been Helena. I've been Poppy. And you can find this podcast on Twitter and Instagram at HiltonPod. That's at H-I-L-T-M pod. Uh, we're on Discord as well. Let us know how long it takes you to take off that many layers of clothes. And oh. is, there mu- is there music in the background? Yeah. Wait, it makes me sound like up. a stripper. <laughs> <laughs> the worst stripper ever. I never bother to put a profile picture because I only use it for this. Well, that P looks just like you. It's true. Big fat ass. (laughs) (laughs) At the top? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Don't body shame me.